Good morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another uh, thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday for Torch Report 527, how the globalist sociopaths plan to make us all slaves. Friends, sometimes the title just says it all, you know. Uh, The choices that we make right now in history or the choices that we failed to make are going to result in either the breakdown or a breakthrough in not just American society, but but for the future of humanity, for all, and the choices ours to make. Now, I'm actually kind of uh, paraphrasing or rephrasing, if you will, the sociopath Antonio Guterres, the uh, the chief of the, the United Nations. He's the president of the United Nations, whatever, his excellency. And the question is, do you trust Antonio Guterres? Do you trust the United Nations, the WEF, the WHO, and the secret Tommy Cabal that's trying to enslave us all. I know that's probably a fairly rhetorical question for the astute listening audience here uh, at thetorchreport.com. Hey, by the way, friends, I did put a spiffy screenshot in here. There's going to be quite a few images in the report today. So if you're listening on a podcast platform like Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or wherever podcasts are heard, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com. Check out thetorchreport.com, and you can see the, uh, the images in the report report here today as the global elites continue continue on with their uh, you know their socialist festivities over in davos discussing such lofty concepts as the hard power of ai and how to believe in the future i just feel inclined to remind you that these these people are sociopaths they're sickos they're wackos and they are trying to take over the world and depopulate the planet, and they're doing all of this kind of at the same damn time. So uh, as crazy as that sounds, I know the good news is I'm not the only one pointing that out, right? They're, they're more opaque and bold than ever before. There are more prominent voices out there who are beginning to say what I've been saying from the very beginning, uh, and I just want to share some of the headlines that are out there in the nebulous this morning so that you know it's not just coming from your favorite fuzzy peasant. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy standing shoulder to shoulder with Donald J. Trump. He says, we're in the middle of a war. We're in a battle with the deep state. Uh, we're in the middle of a war in this country, says Ramaswamy. That's what this is. It's not a war between black and white. It's not a war between Democrat and Republican, even in a deeper sense. It's between the permanent state and the everyday citizen, between those of us who love the United States of America and a fringe minority who hate this country and what we stand for. You've got to know that you're in a war to win one, period, end quote. Thank you, Vivek Ramaswamy. I love the way that he puts it out there like that. And if you've been with me, you've heard me say it all before. It's not it's not just uh, left versus right, two party bickering here. It's 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 a much bigger issue than that. And it is I would say it's not just those who hate the United States. It's the secret global cabal who wants to enslave us all and all of that. But that's just it's we got to know that you're at war in order to win one. That's something that I've drilled on many times before. Now, another headline out in the nebulous this morning is a an article out there. It's titled We the powers that be are done playing grab ass. So shut the fuck up. Follow orders or else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, friends, forgive the French here. I'm going to read this little excerpt. That's that's the actual uh, title of a report uh, of an article over 
uh, at Zero Hedge is written by C.J. Hopkins of what's his blogs called? Uh, the Consent Factory. Anyway, I'm going to read this little excerpt because it's good and he's spot on. He says, says C.J. Hopkins, and I quote again, forgive the French, the system, no, not a conspiracy of bad guys. The system has been broadcasting this message loud and clear for a number of years. The message is, we, the powers that be, are done playing grab ass. Get in line, shut the fuck up, and follow orders, or we will rain all holy hell down upon you. The message is, screw your freedom. The message is, screw your democratic rights. Screw the rule of law. This is the new normal and we're going to do whatever that we fucking want and there's nothing that you could do about it <laughs> end quote okay i i try to uh keep it pg friends and and but i think sometimes a well-placed swear word is uh, spot on i think cj hopkins there is is spot on so i mean obviously they're so bold there's what are you going to do about it right what the f are you going to do about it? That's screw you, screw the rule of law, screw your democratic rights and all that crap. Anyway, uh, another article out there today uh, by uh, it was over at the Hill, but Jim Jordan, Congressman Jim Jordan, he's demanding answers from Treasury officials over this so-called flagged uh, MAGA transactions. Anybody that was I'll just read it to you. It says, quote, new documents obtained by the Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of Federal Government reveal that the federal government flagged terms like MAGA and Trump for financial institutions if Americans use these phrases when completing transactions. Individuals who shopped at stores like Cabela's or Dick's Sporting Goods or purchased religious texts like a Bible may also have had their transactions flagged. This kind of pervasive financial surveillance carried out in coordination with and at the request of federal law enforcement into Americans' private transactions is alarming and raises serious concerns about the FBI's respect for fundamental civil liberties, period, end quote. Well, thanks, Jim. I really appreciate you pointing it out, but I think Hopkins said it better when he said, uh, you know, we're going to do whatever the hell we want. Screw your freedom. Screw your civil liberties, okay? Anyways, if, if that's not bad enough, the weaponization of the federal government and all that, the feds are also cracking down on uh, on even humorous road signs. Pete Buttigieg, you know, he's uh, and the Department of Transportation, they're, they're demanding that people take down road signs that some people might find offensive. Who God only knows how many millions upon millions of taxpayer dollars have gone into this this great offense here to take down offensive uh, road signs. But it's pr- it prompted a, a comical but spot on screed from a Mr. Stephen Cruiser over at PJ Media. He says a glimpse into our gulag future. The feds are cracking down on humor. Quote, it's difficult to be lighthearted when engaged in a quest to find grievances every waking moment of the day. The self-righteous, saving the world, joy-suck attitude gets even worse when leftists get into government. The federal bureaucracy can drain the sunshine out of anyone's psyche, and the malaise so afflicts them that they begin looking for ways to mandate their misery. Period. End quote. I love the satire, but mandated misery. That about sums up the entire 
entire globalist agenda. Man, if you make it through this Great Reset and are still alive, I applaud you, you know, but they, 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 you're going to be living under mandated misery if they get their way. It's the classic rules for thee, but not for me mentality. Uh, as the global elites, they jet around to swanky meetings like Davos and Bilderberg and lecture humanity on how we all must sacrifice everything good in life so that they can save the planet. Friends, it's insane. But of course, you know, underneath the, uh, the peeling veneer of philanthropic intent, the raw craving for power and control throbs in their darkened hearts. They want all the power, all the control. Let there be no doubt that these unelected globalists, these mentally ill collectivists, are striving to take total control over your life under the guise of Agenda 2030, under the auspice of saving the planet. And given that I've said this so many times before, uh, it's nice to see some headlines out there in the world like this one that was over at Wide, Wide Awake Media today. I've, I've kind of been liking that website. They put a lot of video clips of the globalists actually saying the, what I tell you they're saying. Anyway, it's good stuff. Anyway, but the uh, Wide Awake Media, they had this title, Unelected Globalists Intend to Have Total Control Over Your Life by 2030. I thought, hmm, sounds like something I've said about a thousand times. It goes on to say, quote, they want to dominate every aspect of your life. Just look at the sustainable development goals. There's food, there's health, there's information, there's financial, there's tra uh, transportation, and on and on down the list. Every single aspect under control by 2030. They've told us what their end goal is, period, end quote. Friends, if you've been with me, you know I've pointed out that before. They've said what they're going to do, right? They've told us what their end goal is. And their end game is digital enslavement of a heavily reduced human population. Or, you know, perhaps more accurately, the end game is the imposition of the imposition of their collectivist fantasies. It's what they call future Earth. We've talked about it at length. And they intend to impose their will by force via the emotional and behavioral controls that can be exerted through a global social credit system, like the digital IDs, the digital currencies, etc. And this... All of this is ultimately made possible, this kind of dystopian future state is made possible by the great inescapable global socialist surveillance state you've heard me harp on time and time again. Of course, emphasis there being on the socialist surveillance state. Matter of fact, uh, the Argentinian president, Mr. Miley, is out there dropping some truth bombs, calling out the Davos elites on their abandoning of you know Western principles like democracy and freedom, uh, basically tr replacing them with socialism. So that's an interesting article, link in the report today. But I want, to, I want to point out here that this digital enslavement, this great inescapable global socialist surveillance state, this uh, global social credit system, it's all being driven by weaponized AI. And, of course, all of these threats are very, very real, Right. They I mean, they do intend to, to impose control, inescapable surveillance and all that. But that said, even though all of these threats are very real, I think and even though these plans have long been in place, I mean, they've been working on Agenda 2030 for a long time, despite the fact that the pace of constructing this techno dystopian hell is, in fact, quickening. I still contend that the larger threat is the mental tampering that is conditioning the masses to accept these outcomes. 
kind of coming at it from a different angle, friends. I, I think that every threat associated with the global control, uh, the, the threat of global t- control and digital enslavement, ultimately all of those threats could be overcome by the spirit of resistance. If, if, the, if the spirit of resistance was evoked in the hearts of humanity, we could bring it all to a screeching halt right now. And that's why the spirit of resistance is directly under attack. They aim to kill the will to resist, which is why I like to say, resist we must. But we need to understand that the, the subconscious taming, the menticide, the transformation of human consciousness, these are by far much greater threats. But I don't want to get lost in the weeds here. <laughs> this week, uh, we, we've been discussing how the globalists are building trust and how they're exploiting implied consent in order to advance their agenda. Indeed, friends, the agenda is advancing on all fronts with a boldness that is rooted in the raw power that they have, this raw power that is being wielded by the global elites, the billionaire class, the multinational corporations, all of this, through their planetary network of public-private partnerships, they're bold because they can be bold. They can tell us what they're going to do, and then they can do it, and what the hell are you going to do about it, peasant? You know? And that said, truthfully speaking, I have to say, if enough peasants put their heads together, and maybe grab their torches and pitchforks and jump on their tractors, they'd find that there is significant power in numbers. Even though those few who desire to control the many may have more money and more power, these great evildoers are but a fraction of, excuse me, but a fraction of humanity. Um, If enough peasants get tired of being pissed on, enough to finally get pissed off. Friends, I think we'd have a revolution afoot, and that's what's happening, of course, over in in Denmark. It's happening in Germany. It's happening all across the European continent. These people have been stamped on by the boot of tyranny, i.e. suffocating under socialism for much longer than we have here in the good old U.S. of A. But what they've got going on in one place, they're trying to uh, impose in another. So they're going to take this European socialist fantasy and try to shove it down our throats. And the question is, what are are we going to do about it? Are we going to accept it. The choice is really ours to make. As the American people, the power rests with us in the Constitution, in the Bill of Rights. We have the ability to, uh, from time to time, remind our government that we do retain the spirit of resistance, as Thomas Jefferson so eloquently uh, spoke to. Now, the question is, because it's a ch- the choice is ours, but it's really your choice. It's really my choice. So the choice is, how long are you going to put up with being taxed to death to fund a government that has been weaponized against you? How long are you going to play along and pretend that there's really nothing worth getting upset about? That's not a big deal. Come on, Luke. It's not a big deal. You know? How long are you going to trade your freedom for comfort? Really, I'm asking myself, friends, how long am I? But these are the questions I think that we need to let simmer and stew. We need to remind ourselves that we are at war. And in order to win a war, we have to have a, you know, a wartime mindset, essentially. We need to realize and acknowledge that we are at war and the enemy is playing for keeps. And once 
all of this global surveillance apparatus is in place. Once our digital prison is complete, it's going to be very, 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 very difficult, if not impossible, to escape from. Friends, as we ruminate on the bitterness of this reality, and remember that life is still good, let us try to picture our children and our children's children all suffering under the boot of tyranny. Remember Orwell says you want to picture the future of humanity, imagine a boot on the face of humanity. Now, when it when the government's boot is on your face or on your throat, it, whether it's a left or a right boot, it really doesn't matter, right? Uh, so we need to realize it's bigger again. It's bigger than the two-party system. We need to be wise and realize The enemy has this plan long in place, long in motion. And kind of on that note, as as I, you know, looking at what they've got going on over there in the WEF and all of that, I want to I just want to point out that they really the globalists view the youth as their secret weapon. We've talked about the adaptation agenda and all of that kind of stuff, but they, they they are preying upon the innocence and the impressionability of young ones, and they're indoctrinating them into the collective hive mind. And of course, now they're using weaponized AI, uh, of course, the captured public education system, public indoctrination system altogether in order to kind of hasten this assimilation of younger generations into the collective cult, uh, into it, you know, what they vision for future Earth. And this process has been underway for decades. So when you think about your children, your children's children, and living under the boot of tyranny, realize that the threat is that they're going to embrace it. They're going to accept that the government does have the authority to put their boot on your neck, whether it's the left boot or the right boot, doesn't matter. They're going to accept that because of the subconscious taming, the cultural uh, <clears throat> indoctrination and all that jazz. So it's been out of the way for decades. And that's that's kind of what I was thinking. That what's what came to mind for me this morning when I when I saw the WEF's breakout session. It was titled "How to Believe in the Future." You know, how to believe in the future. They're going to help these kids believe in the future, right? And their description their description really says it all. I'll read it for you. Quote: The global, the current global landscape of worsening conflicts, climate crises, and deepening social inequalities has created profound uncertainties for young people about their future, resulting in a documented crisis of youth mistrust in government and industry over the past decade, period, end quote. So you see, my friends, these these climate crises and and this deepening social inequalities, they've got the world's youth questioning their collective future. What are we going to do? And of course, this is fueling a documented crisis in youth mistrust in the government. And the solution is a simple one, obviously. I mean, the solution is to condition the children to trust the government. Because what could possibly go wrong? Friends, it's, it's been a while since I've said it. So please allow me to point out that this is all a tactic that comes straight out of the Communist Manifesto, as do most of the globalist strategies being uh, deployed by the secret global cabal. That's why I've been warning for years. Drumroll, please! The 
Tommies are taking over the world! And I mean it. I know it sounds funny, but it's a deadly serious issue. In reality, the United, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals are nothing more than communism with a candy coating. That's why the globalists are pushing their disgusting agenda with, hey kid, you want some candy? You know, these are a bunch of predators, pure and simple, and their commie common agenda preaches solidarity with the young people and a renewed social contract that's being written right this very moment by the bastards gathered over in Davos. Friends, uh, energized by the power of AI, these progressive commie hacks are hell-bent on reshaping sovereignty. Their words, not mine. Reshaping sovereignty, which is just a fancy way of saying making us slaves in their brave new world. Friends, that resistance is a must should go without saying, but this story isn't over. Now is the time to rise up, and that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorchreport.com. Find that little heart, click the heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you.